0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The consumer
3: price index has surged higher than expected, up to 8.2%. And this is the Saudis have thrown President Biden under the bus, claiming now that the U.S. had urged the kingdom to postpone a decision by OPEC and its allies, including Russia, to cut oil production. OPEC announced the cut on October the 5th, and President Biden has said there will be, quote, consequences for the move. Now, they're also now accusing the president of a quid pro quo. Uh, they are saying that they, uh, again, the Saudis are saying the U.S. had urged the kingdom to postpone a decision by OPEC and its allies until after the midterm elections. And now the president is in a bad spot because that, on top of the consumer price surge, Uh, higher than expected and Wall Street is responding now if you want to know why the president clearly can't get any of this under control it's also because it's obvious the president doesn't actually know what's going on he is wandering through his day Bill O'Reilly is gonna join me in a few moments to talk about the state of Joe Biden as a human being but this is from a speech in Colorado where joe biden said that his son beau lost his life in iraq when actually he died in america
4: listen and i mean it sincerely i say this as a father of a man who won the broad star the conspicuous service medal and lost his life in iraq imagine the courage the daring and the genuine sacrifice genuine sacrifice they all made
3: He's slurring his words, and then Biden says that his son, Bo lost his life in Iraq during a speech in Colorado. That's not what happened. He did not lose his life in Iraq. He lost his life in America. He died of brain cancer in 2015, but he says that his son lost his life in Iraq. Now, I genuinely feel bad for anybody that has a cognitive decline, but the rest of the world is looking at this, and that's why they're taking advantage Also, America's ability to even buy a home has gotten a much, much harder to do and accomplish because of inflation. In fact, the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage on a home loan has more than doubled since he took office. I'm going to give you those details in a moment before I get to that. If you love being outdoors, if you love tailgating, if you love grilling out, if you love sitting out uh, in your backyard and you want a truly portable speaker, you got to check out TurtleBoxAudio.com. Now, this is the perfect gift for any outdoorsman. It is the loudest. It is truly portable. It's waterproof. It has an ultra-long battery life, and it's a Bluetooth speaker that is going to blow your mind. You also can do collegiate color combinations so that you can be tailgating with the colors of your favorite team. If you love being outdoors and you love music you need to check out TurtleBox. If you're looking for the ultimate gift, Christmas gift for any outdoorsman, then check out TurtleBoxAudio.com. Use my name, Ben, at checkout, and you'll get $20 off plus free shipping. So go to TurtleBoxAudio.com. It's perfect for hunting, fishing, tailgating, hanging out on the lake, uh, rafting, canoeing, because it is a truly waterproof speaker, the loudest speaker, portable speaker on the market. TurtleBoxAudio.com. Use promo code BEN at checkout to get $20 off and free shipping. Now, back to the interest rates here. The average 30-year fixed rate on a home loan has more than doubled under Biden's term in office. It has gone up from 3.2% to now 6.7%. This on top of the fact that the monthly figures show inflation is accelerating, not falling. That means there's going to be more pain for you and I as American consumers. The price of goods purchased by U.S. households surged higher in September as a wide range of goods and services have become more expensive. Prices rose 8.2% compared with a year earlier. That's the latest Consumer Price Index show, showing evidence that the price stability sought by the Federal Reserve raising interest rates remains an elusive and distant destination for them, meaning more pain is coming. Compared with August, prices did not go down. In fact, prices rose. Prices were up 0.4%. The Department of Labor's Bureau of Labor Statistics said in their new statement, they said core CPI, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, rose 6.6 percent compared to a year ago. That is the highest rate of core inflation in my lifetime since 1981, the year I was born. It surpassed the recent 6.4% highs that we hit in February and the highs that we also hit in March. For the month, core prices were up, listen carefully, 0.6% in one month in a 30-day average. Economists had expected the index would be up 0.2% on a monthly basis at 8.1% compared with a year ago with coarse CPI forecasts as rising 0.4% month-to-month and 6.5% compared a year ago. In other words, they got it all wrong. The monthly figures show inflation is accelerating. After falling to zero in July, the headline consumer price index has now risen for two straight months, meaning the Fed has not gotten it under control. In August, it was rising at 0.12% rate. Core prices were up 0.31% in July and 0.56%, almost doubling the number of July, in August. And then you have to deal with food. This is everybody's problem right now. Food prices have risen almost an entire percentage point in September alone, matching the previous month's increase. Compared with a year ago, food prices under the Biden regime are up 11.2%. Prices of food purchased from home consumption, known to the rest of us as groceries, the government has now said rose 0.7% for the second straight month, meaning 1.4% increase in the price of your groceries in the last 60 days. These are up 13% compared to a year ago. So it's a massive tax on your groceries, basically, inflation. You are paying 13 cents more in every dollar that you're spending at the grocery store. How is the world reacting to this? CNN's Christine Romans had this to say about the numbers. And this is, again, on CNN. Listen carefully.
2: This just into CNN concerning new data this morning as the U.S. looks to combat rising inflation. Consumer prices rising 0.4% in September, 8.2% year over year. Now, that's higher than many experts had predicted. CNN chief business correspondent Christine Romans joins me now to walk through these numbers. Christine, these are figures that every American feels every time they go to the grocery store or to the gas station. Why does it remain so stubbornly high? You know, and that is the big question. The Fed has been raising interest rates now for months, and these numbers are still near 40-year highs. And when you dig inside these numbers, and this is what everyone's really paying close attention to this morning, Biana, when you strip out food and energy, that core inflation, annual core inflation, 6.6%, that is the highest since 1982. So that is a fresh 40-year high for core inflation and month-over-month month core inflation 0.6%. That matches what we saw in August. Overall inflation, you can see on a line chart how it's off the worst levels uh, that we would seen earlier this year, maybe showing signs of turning or peaking. That's what everybody wants to know. But what you are feeling year-over-year. Year, gasoline prices up more than 18 percent from last year, food prices still up 11 percent, and shelter. You know, Shelter prices have been rising, and this is the part of the economy that you can't quickly change. You can go to different store brands, or you can shop differently and switch out your cuts of meat, right, if you're a shopper for your grocery bill. Much more difficult when you're talking about your housing costs. Now, these rising prices have been so punishing for so long. Uh, the, the cost of living adjustment for Social Security recipients last year, next year, we just found out will be 8.7%. Uh, so the 70 million people who receive a Social Security check or those sorts of benefits starting in January will have about $146 on average, more a month to try to compensate for this high inflation, Biana. Yeah, these figures are...
3: I, I, again, I, I, this is CNN you're hearing, okay? So, so be clear about that. This is CNN telling you, all of this, they're they're now saying to you that this is really bad. They're saying to you that this is brutal. They're saying to you that these numbers are skyrocketing and you are going to be the victim of this for probably years to come because the annual core inflation at six point six percent is the highest since 1982. That's a fresh 40 year high for core inflation. And that's coming from CNN. Like, they're not screwing around with this. They're understanding they can't keep lying to you about just how bad this is. Bloomberg has come out talking about just how bad things are this morning as well. And they had
5: this to say moments ago on Bloomberg about the economy. You say it's a prudent use of the asset. Other people are very worried about this. You've drained the SPR to its lowest level in four decades. There's some accusation that you're using, you're putting the polls before America's energy security. Brian, the Saudis themselves said this morning that the U.S., requested a one-month delay to the OPEC-plus output. I wonder why that would be. Brian, can you tell me whether you did ask the Saudis for a one-month delay to that decision? Are they telling the truth?
3: Now, this is obviously Bloomberg calling out the senior House Biden economic advisor, all right, Brian Deese, who's, who's asking, like, you guys clearly are trying to fix the markets. You asked for a one-month delay from OPEC. Uh, They're saying that you guys are trying to artificially, uh, you know, change the, the price of gas for just one month to make it through the midterms. And they're now calling you out for this quid pro quo. You know, what do you have to say to the Saudis? Listen to the White House's response. Look, we clearly, we
6: clearly communicated our views to OPEC members that we thought it was short-sighted to, for them to take uh, the action that they were contemplating and they announced. With respect to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, this was a calibrated decision to address the real issues in the market. We talked to U.S. industry last winter. We identified that there was about a million barrel a day gap between what they were producing this winter and what they said that they could get production to by late this fall. And that million barrel gap was what we calibrated to make the decision on the use of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And people should feel confident that the Strategic Petroleum Reserve continues to be an asset that we can deploy to address our economic and national security needs. That's always what has dictated the president's decision making on this. And that's what uh, will dictate his decision making on this going forward.
3: Brian, you didn't answer the question. So I love this, right? Bloomberg's like, uh, you didn't answer the question. You just made up a bunch of crap, right? You're the, the White House National Economic Council director. You didn't answer the question. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you are ready to have an impact every time that you use your phone, and I'm talking about have an impact by supporting First and Second Amendment rights, supporting the rights of the unborn, and fighting back every time you make a phone call, you need to know about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian mobile phone provider, and they are using your phone bill when you pay it every month to actually fight for conservative causes while saving you money. Now, this isn't any extra add-on to your bill. They take a portion of your bill every month, and they give it back to fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has now been attacked by the big media. Big tech is now coming after them, and that's why I want you to support them. If you want an affordable plan and you want to get the same great coverage you have right now, switch to Patriot Mobile. You're going to save money and they use the same exact towers you're using right now. It's an affordable plan for you and your family or even your business or small business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the same towers. If you haven't found out about Patriot Mobile, check them out. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson, or call them 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code FERGUSON. 972-PATRIOT. Check them
0: out.
3: Even Bloomberg is saying, you guys are stupid. You didn't answer our question. You're in charge, Brian Deese. You're the White House National Economic Council director. We asked you a basic question about you guys trying to influence the price of oil and gas for just one month with OPEC. Basically trying to bribe OPEC to give you what you need to hopefully... You know, make it where your losses in the midterms aren't that bad by, by having a fake gas price that's going to immediately skyrocket the day the elections happen because you're going to stop dumping oil from the strategic oil reserves. And you know that OPEC is going to cut oil production. And listen to Bloomberg just tear into the White
5: House. Brian, you didn't answer the question, so I'm going to ask it again. I'm going to share with you and share with our audience the quote from the Saudis this morning. The government of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia would like to clarify that based on its belief in the importance of dialogue and exchange of views with its allies and partners outside of OPEC plus regarding the situation in the oil markets, the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consultation with the U.S. administration that all economic analyses indicate that postponing the OPEC plus decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, would have had negative economic consequences. Brian, again, it's a really straight question. Did you ask the Saudis... To delay that decision for a month are they telling the truth or not look i'm not going to i'm not going to to to, uh, get on 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 air and
6: disclose private conversations that members of our administration shared it with with us you've got the
5: opportunity to say it's true or
6: not is it true or not what i will say what i will say what i will say clearly is that the communications that we've had with opec members and continuing have been based on our assessment of the economic circumstances of supply and demand in global oil markets we disagree
3: I mean, these guys, they're just getting hammered today because there's no way to overlook what the Saudis have come out and said. And what the Saudis have come out and said is, hey, you guys just need to know, uh, you know, that that. we were basically bribed by the Biden administration to artificially uh, change what we were going to do. That's what the Saudis are saying. They're saying this is a quid pro quo. Where's the impeachment hearings, right? Because that's what that's exactly what this should be. And and Brian Deese, by the way, goes out there also on CNN and has this to say about gas prices. Again, lying to you.
2: And Americans expect to see higher prices at the pump with OPEC plus a surprising decision to cut production by two million barrels a day. Yeah.
6: Well, here's what I'll say. Most Americans are seeing prices at the pump now that are down dollar, $1, $1.20 uh, from where they were this summer. And uh, the prices that energy companies are paying, the wholesale prices, are at historically low levels compared to what the retail prices are being paid. And so if, market, if markets do what they should do, those retail prices should come down. They should come down over the course of the next couple of weeks, and consumers should see that uh, at the re- in terms of the retail price that they pay. Yeah, so that's prices. what we are communicating when we're talking to energy companies and yeah. industry. Analysts. Those prices should come down, and we're hopeful that they will over the next couple of
3: weeks.
2: Well, oil prices up 13% from their low just last month. We, of course, um, will be following and watching it closely.
3: I, I mean, these scumbags over at CNN, like I, the way she asked that. She asked the question, he gets to lie, he gets to put out his propaganda, and they're like, well, we'll see what happens, right? Well, thank you, Brian, for coming on and giving us that propaganda. At least Bloomberg flat out called him out on this and was like, no. No, like, we're not going to allow this to happen, right? I mean, even the White House today, they went on Fox News Channel, and Fox News asked questions the way they should have asked questions, saying, you guys are all over the place on inflation. Listen to this percent in
0: september I and stripped,
3: gas prices sorry, fell to be clear i stripped energy out of my question because i was just talking about core inflation continue
0: no core inflation strips out energy and food but when we're talking about squeezing family budgets we really have to talk about energy and food and uh, it is the case that while gas prices did start to rise at the end of september in today's report they were down five percent but look nobody is denying your fundamental point which is this is a real squeeze on family budgets and I think the question is, are policymakers doing what they need to do? The president released oil from the strategic reserve that contributed to almost a 100 day of gas declines. I mentioned our work on the supply side, the Inflation Reduction Act, lowering medical care costs, lowering prescription drug costs, lowering the cost right. of, uh, of clean
3: energy. I mean, this is this is it when you know they're desperate, right? This is Jared Bernstein, White House. Uh, Council of economic Advisors who's going through the entire list of all the things that they are trying to claim they're doing and saying, well yeah, it's a real squeeze on family budgets, but everything's moving in the right direction. everything is not moving the moving in the right direction. He just said it's moving in the right direction. It's literally not moving in the right direction. It's moving the opposite direction. Dana Perino jumps in she says, all right and
0: then he says this. So all of these are moving in the right direction. They take time to factor into these price indices, and we'd like to ha- that okay, we'd like to see that happen back to a lot quicker. Costs, but first, Dana's got a
3: question. I have a couple questions here. So I, I love this, right? Like, oh, you know, the, you, you know, it's it's heading the right direction. No, it's not. None of this is heading in the right direction. It's all heading in the wrong direction. And you guys sit there and you're like, nope, head in the right direction. Uh, no, it's not. It's it, it, every number says that you're lying. Every number says that you're wrong. The Saudis are throwing you under the bus now. They're telling you that you're lying. The the Saudis are are, are literally looking at you saying, watch this, right? Like, watch it. We're going to bring it to you. You guys did a a quid pro quo here. It is a 40-year high with inflation. And then immediately he says, we don't need to change our economic policies. What we're doing is working, the White House says. uh, uh, Bill Hammer says, sir, is it time for the White House and the Biden administration to pivot on its economic policies? Bernstein, no, I think what we have is the White at the White House, the Federal Reserve. We're actually aware of the pressures that cause that this causes on American families and budgets. The president started out this morning by talking about how Americans are squeezed by the cost of living. And they didn't need this report to remind them of that. But that's certainly in the report. But we're headed in the right direction we're not headed in the right direction. Inflation was 8.2% in September. Inflation is outpacing wages. We're actually we're acutely aware of the pressure that this caused on American families and American family budgets, budgets here. That if you are acutely aware of what is happening, right? And the way that you're describing it, then why would you say we're headed in the right direction when the numbers actually say we are headed in the wrong direction? Because when you have a media the way that we have a media that can lie to you this way that can have these representatives go out there on TV and just act like all this is 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 completely normal right and just say everything's fine. Even even CNBC. This is how they describe the inflation numbers. And finally, year over year, strip out food and energy, also hotter than expectations, up 6.6. That follows 6.3, and 6.6 is a new high. Uh, the old high was 6.5 in March. That went back to 1982. 1982. The wheels are coming off the bus. And I don't think they're going to be able to hide it through the election. That's what this means, right? The, the, the Inflation was hotter than expected in September. And yet the White House says, no, 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 we're headed in the right direction.
2: Oof. All right. So we're looking at a month over month gain of 0.4%. The estimate was 0.2%. Month over month coming in at 0.4%. Year over year, 82 percent, that is hotter than expected. Again, coming in month over month, hotter than expected at 0.4 percent. And again, 8.2 percent is the headline CPI number for the month of September. That is hotter than expected. Again, if you strip out food and energy, 6.6 percent That is your core number year-over-year, hotter than expected, guys, hotter than expected. There goes your markets, Dow down 241 points. By the way, in the time
3: that she said that, Dow Futures, when she started, the comments I just played for you, were up 293 points. That's where the Dow Futures were. Then they went down 71, this is in real time, all right, as she was talking, then they go down another 80, right? This is, I mean, this is happening in real time as she's speaking for 40 seconds. Then they jump down 161 points because it's, and then it goes to 176, the Dow down to 176 in the futures. So we went from then 180, right? And, and this is 33 seconds in. I'm watching this in real time. So then it goes to 195 down, right? As she's finishing up these numbers, it's hitting. Then it goes, then it hits 241 down. So in a a span of 41 seconds, the Dow went from 295 up to at the very end when she was saying the last thing down 241, a 500 point, you know, total split. Out of nowhere, because this administration has no idea what the hell to do when it comes to inflation, and they have no idea what to do when it comes to energy, and they refuse to allow us to do what we need to do to protect ourselves with energy independence. And now we find out they were basically trying to bribe the Saudis to delay their two million barrel a day of oil production that they were going to decrease until after the midterm elections. Then they were going to say, go ahead and do it. Just say the liberal Democrats until then. That was the quid pro quo. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the Free Investor's Guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver and historically, they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the Investor's Guide in Gold and Silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the Free Investor's Guide from Legacy Precious Metals, one 751 2218 one 751 2218 or online at legacypminvestments.com. All right. A few minutes ago, uh, I sat down with my good friend, Bill O'Reilly, and we talked about this quid pro quo. And I want you to hear our conversation. Take a listen. Uh, Bill, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Nice to, nice to have you with us. Thank you, Ben. How are you? Doing well. I want to hit a couple big headlines real quick, and then I want to get into the book. Uh, one of those headlines is the shock this morning. Uh, and this is really, I, I think, telling you about the Saudis. Uh, and how little respect they have for our president, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has come out and confirmed that Biden attempted to coerce them to postpone their oil cuts until after the midterms and announced that they have rejected, they're calling it this, a quid pro quo. Your, Your reaction to the Saudis basically throwing the United States of America, our president, under the bus in this way?
4: I've never had much respect for Saudi Arabia. I don't think it's a country that uh, is looking out for Americans in any way. We need them as a bulwark against Iran, which is why they're our ally. But they're fairly pernicious people, harmful people. Um, Obviously, they don't like Biden. They want to embarrass him. They have. The worst thing is they've thrown in with Putin, the Saudis. I mean, that's just a disgrace and is no. But, I mean, these are people who execute, you know, 30, 40 people at a, at a throw and chopping people's hands off. I mean, this is a primitive uh, government with no human rights perspective at all. Now, as for Biden, I interviewed uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, this week, and uh, he basically said, and I believe this is true, Ben, that very few world leaders respect Biden. Even our allies, they know he's befuddled. They know he's incompetent. Uh, they're very worried about the next two years. So the Saudis knew they could get away with this. If Trump were president, obviously they wouldn't have done it because Trump would have had a huge reprisal against the Saudis. Uh, but Biden wouldn't do anything because that's who Biden is. Um, but all Americans are going to you know, get pounded in the next three or four months uh, on, uh, as gas prices go up again. And that'll lead to higher food prices. So there you go.
3: You you look at the president. You just mentioned uh, that everybody's taking advantage of him. He had another big blunder yesterday. Biden said that his son, Beau, lost his life in Iraq. Uh, During the speech that he gave in Colorado, his son, Beau, died of brain cancer in 2015, not in Iraq. When you look at these types of blunders I, I am at the point now, and I genuinely feel sorry for anyone that's losing their, their cognitive function. I, I feel sorry for anybody that's dealing with whether it be Alzheimer's, dementia, et cetera. I'm not a doctor, right? I don't know what's wrong, but I do know something's wrong. And the rest of the world is watching this. And like you said, they're taking advantage of it.
4: Yeah, there's a question that everybody knows now uh Biden's in cognitive decline he's going to be 80 in November on the uh Bo Biden front i cut him slack because there is a school of thought that says that Bo got uh the brain cancer through uh chemical agents that he encountered in Iraq uh so maybe maybe that's what his father was talking about see these kind of small ball things they don't really matter to me um, you know there's Biden on the stage asking for a dead person Uh, It's more of a car wreck than uh, policy. What I'm concerned about is that, in my opinion, and I believe I am absolutely right, uh, Joe Biden is incapable of absorbing information, Ben. That's the key to this. He cannot absorb information. So he doesn't understand that if you attack the fossil fuel industry, if you attack American energy, that American energy is then going to cut back. If you put regulations on the industry, it's harder to harvest oil. He doesn't understand that. And that has led to the inflation and to all of the economic horror that we're experiencing now. You got a guy running a country who doesn't understand cause and effect. You got a major problem.
3: You you look at gas prices now, and, and you mentioned this earlier, Bill, and that was, you know, Democrats saying, all right, well, we're going to blame Russia for this and the Saudis for this. Well, if you know that Russia and the Saudis always act this way and you and I both know they always will. Anytime they can screw us, they're going to do it. It's part of their foreign policy. Then why? Would you not go back to more energy independence? And yet they're still sitting there just basically acting like, hey, we'll we'll artificially try to keep the prices down. Our strategic oil reserves are at the lowest level they've been in my lifetime. Uh, They're pumping millions of barrels of oil into the market every day. Yet half that's going overseas, if not more. Uh, and they're just trying to keep these prices down until the midterms. That then that 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 artificial right. Uh, deflation, right? That artificial price decrease of uh, the million plus barrels we're putting out there every day from our strategic reserves is going to dry up literally the day of the election.
4: Sure, I mean it's uh, you know this is the way politics work in America. Um, I think that the November eighth election is crucial that if Republicans can take the House, that'll put the brakes on the Biden administration. They're not going to be able to get anything passed, anything done. Any executive order will be immediately challenged in federal court. Um, they're not going to be able to reverse the damage that Biden has done, but to be able to stop it, particularly on the massive spending front. The Senate, um, you know, who knows? There's some bad Republican candidates in the uh, on the on on the sheet here nobody really knows how that's going to come down. But I am fairly confident that the House will go overwhelmingly to the Republicans. And then you're going to see a lot of hearings about Biden and things that Biden has done that are going to be really gruesome. And he may be impeached over failure to enforce border uh, law, federal law on the border. Biden could be impeached on that. Not going to get convicted, but, you know, it would be payback for the Trump stuff. That could happen. So anyway, um, you know, if you want, the, if you like your country the way it is now, vote Democrat on November eighth.
3: Want to ask you one last question before we get to the book, and that's uh, you mentioned the border, and let's let's talk about the fentanyl that's coming across the border. The number one killer uh, of forty and under uh, this year is going to be fentanyl, and it is uh, there is a lot of people that unfortunately use drugs but have no intention of dying instantly uh, from their being laced with fentanyl. And this administration refuses to do anything at all to secure the border. You, it's obvious we have more people coming across the border now than any other time in history. Uh, this administration keeps lying and saying, oh, we have a secure border. Obviously, we don't have a secure border. It's wide open. Uh, and and yet we saw this phone call that got leaked yesterday of, of Bo Biden uh, pleading with his... Brother's ex-wife for her to release him some airline points to quote check himself into rehab. Now it was obvious he was an addict. You could hear it. I felt compassion for him. I felt sad, but there was something very revealing in that in that audio tape. And that is, he said, "Well, give it to Uncle Jimmy," and she said, "No," because she didn't trust the uncle to actually do the right thing. And then he says, "Well, give it to my dad," and she says, "No." She says "I'll put you into rehab. I'm not going to trust them to do it for you." And I and I look at this and it's almost like this family knew that their son and their and their nephew was an addict. They exploited it to make money off him, knowing he could do things they would never do. And then their alibi, which is clearly what this administration has been talking about. The president did it in this big interview with Jake Tapper, right, where he's like, well, he's an addict. He overcame this. I'm so proud of him. That's the alibi for, for this. And it's like, well, if they don't even care about their own son and helping protect him from the addiction and giving him and, and cutting him off from the millions. Right. That he was bringing in and saying, We're, you're not working this business anymore. If it was legitimate, they, they exploited him, Bill. And then people expect him to do something at the border with fentanyl. He didn't even care to stop the, the drug abuse with his own son.
4: Well, I can't address the own son business, because I wasn't there, and I don't know the dynamic inside the family, but I can address the fact that the President of the United States does not care, and it's absolutely true what you said. He does not care about massive amounts of narcotics crossing into the United States. He has no plan to combat it. He has put... No emphasis on it, hasn't done a nationwide address, hasn't done anything. Because, number one, he doesn't know what to do, and, number two, he doesn't care about it. So, again, you're looking at efficiency. When you elect a president, you expect the president to be able to do the job. Trump did the job pretty well. He ran the country pretty well in four years. That's beyond dispute. You don't like Trump? Okay, you don't like him. Is he, is he irresponsible sometimes in his statements? Absolutely. Does he do things he shouldn't do? Absolutely. Did he run the country well? Yes, he did. So it's a trade. And you traded Trump for Biden if you voted for Biden. That's what you traded. Happy? Are you yeah. happy with that? <laughs> I mean, you got to break it down to its simplest components. I don't know what Joe Biden prioritizes in his life. At this point, I just think that the man wanders, and that I re- use that word literally, wanders through the day and is told what to do by his wife and his staff, and he does it. That's it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's clear that his wife is a caretaker. You can see it in public now, and that's obvious. I want to move to this book. It's going to be another big bestseller. Uh, the series that you do, uh, these books are incredible. I've read, uh, I've got the one literally on my desk right now when I fly. I've been reading Killing the Killers. It's an awesome book if you haven't gotten that one, The Secret War Against Terrorists. Uh, you've got a new book, though, coming out. It's going to be great for the holidays, great stocking stuff for Killing the Legends the lethal danger of celebrity and one of those celebrities is from my hometown elvis talk a little bit about this book and the elvis aspect of it as well
4: okay so basically what you have here are three men who changed american culture elvis presley late 1950s teenager from mississippi goes on ed sullivan sings a dopey song called hound dog crashes the entire conformist culture in America. Here comes rock and roll rebellion. One guy, he did it. And then in 64, the Beatles come over. They're the spear point for five years of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We have that culture now. And then Muhammad Ali refuses to be inducted in the armed forces, raises dissent to the highest level ever, and then becomes a civil rights icon. All three of these people changed American culture. This is a history book. And all three of them were crushed, destroyed by their fame, and betrayed by the people closest to them. It is an unbelievably compelling story. This is the 12th killing book. First one I've written about culture, the other 11 are about President's Awards. You know what they are. 19 million copies of my books in print, the most successful nonfiction book series of all time. And I'm getting, you know, the Killing Legends is one of the best. If you go to Amazon, you look at the reviews by customers who read the book, 87% give it an excellent rating. That's higher than any of the other killing books except for Jesus. And it's really rough to criticize Jesus. you got to give him some slack. Yeah,
3: Yeah, no doubt about that. When you you were writing these books, I know you guys, you you and your team, y'all pour into research. What was probably the most shocking thing that you learned while writing this book, Killing the Legends, Um, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity?
4: I guess the Beatles broke up because John Lennon became a heroin addict. So everybody thinks it was finance, and there was some of that. But uh, once Lennon uh, was taken over by Yoko Ono, who ran his entire life, he became addicted to heroin. And that's what really broke up the Beatles. The other three went, wait a minute, hold it. What is this? Um, and that was shocking to me. I did not know that. Wow. And and, and you,
3: you also mentioned, and I think this is, tells, is, a, is a cautionary tale, for everybody, be careful you surround yourself with. All of these legends, as you described it, were literally betrayed by the people that were closest to them. And when you get them yep. involved in drugs, then you can really manipulate and get exactly what you want because you know you have an addict that just needs their next fix.
4: Yeah, Ali didn't take drugs. What Ali did was he got overwhelmed by his fame. So he went to the Nation of Islam, and I said, and he said to them, you do it. You take it over, which they did. And then they took all his money. So Ali was broke for most of his life because the Nation of Islam, her, uh, Elijah Muhammad's son Herbert, who ran uh, Ali's businesses, they took all the money. So Ali uh, just surrendered. He said, "I can't do it. I'm overwhelmed. You do it." And that's what Elvis did with Tom Parker, and everybody in Memphis and Tennessee and Mississippi know how b- Parker, a criminal. I mean, basically ruined Presley. But I don't see these guys as victims, Ben. And they were all smart guys. They weren't well educated, but they they weren't stupid. They knew what was happening to them, and they allowed it to, to go on. Do you think they allowed it because of the
3: of the of the stress of the of being a legend?
4: Yeah, because they were crushed by the celebrity. They they their lives were just basically out of control all the time. Tremendous demands on them, uh, pressure to perform, uh, all kinds of uh, controversy swirling around, some of which they engendered, others that didn't. And they didn't get any relief. And Elvis, I believe, wanted to check out. You don't take that amount of narcotics every day if you want to live. I think he just said, you know, look, I, I, I want to go, subconsciously, of course.
3: It's incredible. Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity Bill O'Reilly. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to chat with you as always. The book is out. Grab it wherever you get your books. Uh, it's also going to be a great gift for the holiday season as well. Uh, as always, my friend, great to have you on. I'm sure we'll have you back again real soon.
4: Okay, Ben, I appreciate it. Let's talk, uh, as you said, again soon. Thank you. All right, a quick reminder,
3: I will also be asking Senator Ted Cruz uh, on Verdict, the podcast I co-host with him about the economy. Don't miss that. So make sure you grab that download if you're not listening to Verdict with Ted Cruz. And I will also see you back here tomorrow on this podcast. Uh, Please make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends as well. uh, And write us a five-star review. It helps us tremendously uh, on the charts, which helps us reach new listeners. See you back here tomorrow. so if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any child subscription for life. C-H-O-Q Code Ben. Limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com.
1: Hey, it's Danielle, Will and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only Wait For It. Boy Meets, Boy Meets World House. House.
0: Take a listen.
1: Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out?
2: I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act like <laughs> a sink, sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right.
0: Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff.
2: Uh-huh. Disciplining you
0: <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.